Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the AWS Podcast. Fantastic to have you back. Simon Alicia here in Sydney this time around, not my normal home territory. So as uh, sometimes happens from a hotel, but I'm joined by two special guests today. I'm joined by Fitz. Fitz leads our Well Architected program. Welcome, Fitz, from the UK. Hiya. And also joined by Herman Cummins, who's a senior solution architect in the worldwide public sector team. Welcome, Herman. Thank you very much. Hi. So uh, we've we've managed to cover the globe here because I think Fitz, it's early morning for you, and you're yet to have a coffee or even a tea. It's shocking. Um, and it's <laughs> it's outrageous, and we may not know what we get. But um, we want to have you on to talk a little bit about a program we have called Well Architected, which is a really interesting thing available to our customers. So um, maybe let's start with a description of what the program is and how it's useful to customers. Yeah, sure, of course. So the Well Architected framework is is basically a set of questions and design principles across five pillars. Um and a way of thinking about that is that it's it's kind of a mechanism for your cloud journey. It does three things. One, it helps you to learn the strategies and best practices for architecting the cloud. Secondly, it allows you to measure your architectures against best practice. And then finally, it allows you to work out how to improve your architecture uh, to address any issues you find, but also to find ways that you can make your architectures better over time. And I think it's interesting you talk, talking about that that changing over time. I mean, really, you know, modern architecture is about evolution, and it's kind of never done. It, it can always be made better, more efficient, cheaper, more resilient. And this is really a collaborative effort to try and dive into that, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, one of the things that we've done is that, you know, solutions architects, you know, we spend lots of time talking to customers about their architectures and how when you're moving from a traditional on-premises way of building architectures and you move to using something like AWS, that you need to think about how you build those architectures differently because the constraints have changed. And, you know, so we have things like our design principles to help us think differently. So what are the, the general design principles is to allow for evolutionary architectures if you if you think back historically to how we used to build architectures in a traditional on-premises environment, you would generally design that architecture at the beginning of the project. And that architecture was probably frozen in time before a line of code was written, even though your business requirements, uh, how your users were using your system, and, and even uh, you know the actual context that your business operating was continuing to change. So uh, one of the things that Well Architected is trying to do is to help you think about how do I do things like build evolutionary architectures? Absolutely. And it's probably remiss of me. I didn't mention that there is, of course, a, a, a well-architected white paper that our uh, listeners can download. I'll put a link in the show notes where they can get all the information about it and use it in their own thought process. But um, maybe if, it's, uh, if you run us at a high level through those pillars and kind of what they entail, that's maybe a good frame of reference for us to begin the conversation. Fantastic. Yes. So uh, there are five pillars of Well Architected. So Well Architected started in AWS back in 2012. And over the years, we've been following a process to improve it as we have more and more experience working with customers, listening to what matters to them. Um, So the five pillars that we have are security, reliability, performance efficiency, cost optimization, and operational excellence. When we first released the framework white paper for Well Architected in 2015, we didn't have operational excellence, and that was something that we added last year. Uh, When I think about those pillars, really they're about covering fundamental areas that people often overlook. Um, So an analogy for that is if you think about you know, creating technology solutions. It, it's a lot like constructing a physical building. If your foundations aren't solid, that can cause structural problems that undermine the integrity and function of that building. So 
we think that if you neglect the, the five pillars of security, reliability, performance, cost, and operation excellence when architecting technology solutions, it becomes challenging to build a system that delivers your functional requirements and meets your expectations. Because what we tend to find is that if you don't address these kind of things at the beginning, you spend a lot of time firefighting. Um, so, you know, I think if I was thinking about the benefits, I you know, by being well architected, uh, I will tend to be more automated so it's easier to build and deploy my solutions. I'll understand the risks that are in my architecture. Um, and one of the things that means is that rather than firefighting issues that might dog your architectures for years and years, actually, you can actually, at the beginning of the architectural design process, really make sure that you've thought about those things. And, you know, to be honest, if, you know, if I was to build an architecture tomorrow without something like well-architected, it would be really easy for me to forget the kind of things that might trip me up. So, you know, Am I encrypting my data at rest and in transit? Have I made sure that I've enabled that on, you know, everywhere that I'm moving data around, et cetera? Yeah, so it's that classic thing that there are certain decisions that if you made them early uh, make for better things down the track, but if you leave it too late, it's too hard to rectify and can be very expensive to rectify. So we want to kind of avoid that as much as possible. Now, Herman, um, you've uh, engaged with a lot of customers on this and done a lot of well-architecteds. And, and I, I'll point out it's, it's not an audit. It's not a certification. It's none of that. It's a very different and, and very collaborative type experience. Do you want to maybe give us a, a perspective of what it's like to, to be a customer and experience, um, the well architected process or to participate in that? Sure thing. And uh, I guess one thing is that customers are often actually quite hesitant, uh, if it's like the first time they've, they've been through the process. Because uh, often they do think, oh, it's an audit. It's going to be intimidating. Um, you know, I, there might be some fear that we're going to come in and then tell them that they've done things wrong. Um, as you mentioned, it's 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 certainly not an audit. It's not a certification. It's very much just a conversation about have you thought of this? Have you thought of that? And every single time that I've done a well-architected review, the customers always told me at the end that it was a really valuable process. Um, Across those five pillars, there's a lot of different, a lot of different questions, but it still only takes it's a few hours of investment and time on the part of the customer to make sure that you've got coverage across all of those different areas. And it, and it is very easy in a project to kind of get tunnel vision to start thinking, you know, oh, I've got this problem with servers, or I'm really hung up on this particular queuing method, and that leads to forgetting about the often important but fundamental uh, things, you know, whether it's just making sure that you've always got multi-factor authentication turned on, um, you know, where it's needed or that you're not using root credentials all the time. Um, sometimes it's basic things like that. Sometimes it's, oh, well, we didn't think of actually having a process for revisiting something like instance types. You know, we don't have a process where we go back and look, oh, uh, yes, my system's running fine, but actually I could reduce the cost because there's some new instance types or new services that have come out. So it often is a, is a, is a bit of fear going in, but like I say, it's a collaborative process. It's not an audit, and it's something that every customer I've done it with has found really valuable. Yeah, it's, a, it's a, always amazing to me to see the, the output of it and to, to read through the reports and then talk to the customers afterwards. And, and they're like enthusiastic because they're like, hey, we, you know, we found all these things. We've, we've already fixed them or, you know, I've gone and, and rectified this issue or, you know, this is something we're thinking about for the future. So we're going to mitigate it away. It's also a nice way for them to report upwards to their stakeholders about how they've gone about building the system, but they have considered different elements and they've, they've sort of covered the basis. It's been interesting. I, I recall a number of customers who have said, well, we're going to use this thought process 
without the AWS SAs involved and just do it internally ourselves because we've got the white paper, we've got the process, we can, yeah, it can be a self-service thing. So I think, I mean, you've seen that a few times actually. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and the, the other thing that I always tell customers going in is that I've only very rarely done a well-architected review that hasn't highlighted some critical issues. And so I say that going in because it can be a bit frightening to see the little red flags on the report. But often once, or, you know, once that's in there, you've inco- uncovered some things that are important and re- should really be dealt with. Then, as, as you say, the people that you're doing the review with use that to escalate. They say, oh, and often it's a case of, oh, actually, we knew this was an issue, but we didn't know what to do about it. Or we knew this was an issue and we couldn't get enough attention, you know, to, to actually get a remediation or an improvement in place. And so they actually use the report as a, as a um, as one of the vehicles to actually affect change inside their organisation. Absolutely, and that's that's really what we want. It's about learning and about improving how we do things. So, Fitz, you've got a, a more global view of this because obviously you lead the program across the world. What are some of the the highlights or, or takeaways or considerations you see um, that our listeners should think about? Yeah, so I think what you both said really resonates. The uh, We often see customers who, once they've been through the review process, will actually build that review process into their own internal processes. Um, it, it's worth noting that the, the main framework white paper contains all of the questions and all of the best practice answers. So uh, definitely, if you download that white paper, you can get access to all of the information that a solution architect has when they're going through the process with you. The other thing that we see is that Customers are more successful the earlier on in the design process they think about well-architected. So if you go to the well-architected website, which uh, Simon will provide the details at the end, I'm sure, um, we have the main framework white paper, which is kind of the the thought uh, positioning piece and and the questions for well-architected. But there's also a series of white paper that include prescriptive advice for each pillar. So if you want to understand how we think that we would go about securing a system or ensuring that it has reliability, those papers are there to provide you with that information. So if you read those up front, that gives you lots of ideas that as you go into your design process will really help you to influence how you're building your architectures so that from day one, that the way you're building your architectures is much more likely to be a successful outcome. And, and really that's what Well Architected is about. It's about helping customers achieve good outcomes. So I would say read the white papers just for learning what we've learned from talking to thousands of customers um, and also try and apply that kind of thinking as early on in your design process as possible. Uh, As Simon mentioned at the beginning, uh, in the lean production system, the whole concept of catching defects earlier means that you reduce your total cost of fixing those defects. Yeah, good good advice there. And certainly the other nice thing is that as well as being completely public, obviously all the both the questions and the the recommendations, it's it's constantly evolving. And I know... um, you know, Fitz, we, we have lots of uh, really fiery email chains in the architecture community discussing the, the current best way and things we've seen work and not work. So uh, we'd like to share that as much as possible too, which is a bit of fun. So, yes, Simon. So I think it was Winston Churchill who said that you can get three, no, two economists in a room and get three opinions. And uh, I think when you talk to solutions architects, you can get one architect in a room and, and get three opinions. So we, we have lots of you know passionate conversations about what we've learned from talking to customers about what work or uh, you know things that we can improve in, in terms of well-architected. And we follow up process called Kaizen, which is really about making small improvements to an existing process. Um, and we do that multiple times a year where we, we look at different aspects of well-architected and try and work out how we might improve that, be that the questions, the best practices, or even like 
you know, particular things of how do we help customers understand, you know, how to improve an architecture once they've done a review. So, you know, we continue to to move well architected forward. It, it's it's that kind of evergreen document whereby as we, you know, build more architectures, work more with more and more customers, as we add new features, there's always going to be things that we're going to be adding and, and changing well architected. As we learn more, we're going to be constantly trying to make sure that we're sharing the best practices because, you know, we want to make sure that people can focus on adding value rather than, you know, solving the same problems again and again that we've seen in, in many, many customers. Exactly. It's all, all about sharing the knowledge and um, and that's a big thing. And certainly uh, if uh, any of the listeners want to uh, visit the website, I'll put the link in the show notes, but it's aws.amazon.com slash architecture slash well dash architected. And of course, you could just use your local friendly search engine. You'll probably get that as the number one hit as well. Uh, Fitz, thanks so much for joining us today on the podcast. It's a pleasure. Thank you for having me. And Herman, thanks also for joining us and giving us some of that perspective as well. No problem. And thank you. And as ever, we'd love to get your feedback, Podcast at amazon.com. And as always, until next time, keep on building.